going on? It's Quinn Davis Furnace. Welcome to my show. Quinn Davis Furnace presents the Beantown Podcast for Saturday, January 18th, 2020. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? This is my show. This is my voice. This is what I sound like. Thank you to Quinn David Furnace for that nice introduction music. Our second week in a row sounds nice and good. And, uh, you know, told you we were going to be bringing in intro music and outro music, and here we are. I also told you we'd be having the camera, but that hasn't uh, arrived in the mail yet. So we're still waiting on that, but that's okay. Well, we've got a really interesting episode for you today. And something that uh, you've heard us talk about over and over again on the Beantown Podcast is about the fabled lost memorial, not even fabled, the famed lost Memorial Day episode from 2018 that I did with my then uh, girlfriend is kind of murky, but uh, significant other Erica who uh, I I dated for a couple months when I lived out on the East Coast, originally back in Beantown. Um, We're doing that episode today. Uh, I I keep saying, you know, and especially it's picked up in the last couple weeks, oh, you know, oh, we should reference it, or or, or we should release it, excuse me. Um, I I finally am committed to doing it, and here's why. Something big happened this morning. I, you know, I'm perusing my Instagram story, perusing, P-R-P-E-R-U-S-I-N-G, and all of a sudden I notice uh, a viewer of my Instagram story who doesn't make uh, an appearance typically on my uh, my analytics, and that was uh, Erica herself, resurrected from the dead. We're not friends. We don't follow each other on Instagram, that sort of thing. But you know, a uh, little bit of a little bit of a surprise to see it. But you know, we'll welcome anybody to 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 follow the stories, to follow the podcast, that sort of thing. So I decided, hey, you know what? There's never going to be a better time than right now to release the episode. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, I haven't listened to the full thing through ever. It never in my life. I, I, in kind of preparation for this episode, went back and listened to the first minute or two. I've got a lot of energy in it, and it's kind of a funky podcast. But um, it's the whole thing uh, is somewhere a little under half an hour long, I think. Uh, so we're just gonna we're gonna get into it. We're gonna just play it for you. You can listen to it, and uh, I don't know if I'll ever be able to bring myself to listen to it. But um, it's fun either way. I'll let you know because I don't. I don't know, I don't recall in the Memorial Day podcast if we got around to this. That listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown podcast. Number one, we'll use some language, and I'm pretty confident that uh, we used a lot of language in, in this uh, episode we're about to air. And number two, the podcast is objectively terrible. And I there, there's a reason why this podcast never aired. Um, some of the reasons I've conflated in my mind with um, the, the breakup that occurred shortly after. But um, to, to, to give you a little bit of context into kind of the the setting of this podcast. It was recorded in Virginia. Um, We were on a little three-day weekend sort of thing, rented an Airbnb. Uh, Things are going well. We were hiking around Shenandoah. Everything was good. And um, basically, 
right after we finished uh, recording, we got into a fight, but not even really a fight, just kind of a pseudo fight. Um, I guess it was our version of a fight where, where Erica just decided to stop talking. Um, so, you know, we went to bed, whatever, woke up in the morning, uh, continued to get the silent treatment, would, um, you know, ask questions, probe a little bit, just try to figure out what's going on, try to have a, a normal interaction like two adults. And again, stone cold silent treatment. Wouldn't you know it? We drove uh, three hours from the Appalachian Mountains back to Beantown uh, without speaking a single word to each other. I drove the whole way. It was, I would call it awkward, but it was a, just a feeling and emotion that went far beyond all of that stuff, and we didn't talk again. So you are literally listening to, uh, I, I guess I never thought of it this way, but it's absolutely true when I say you're literally listening to the last significant conversation we ever had um and i've never listened to it it's not because it's so painful and i just can't bring myself to to revisit it it's not what it is i got over this relationship about 30 seconds after it ended but um i i just have never felt compelled to so you all are going to be hearing uh the last conversation I ever had uh, with with Erica before I even hear it, um, one day I'll listen to it. Um, but we're we're getting kind of meta here. Quick update on the podcast before we turn it over to Quinn and Erica from 2018. Uh, recording has indeed begun on the Scott Farrell audiobook. I uh, put in a significant chunk yesterday. Uh, first impressions. This is a lot harder than I thought. Two reasons why. One. Um, it just, you know, you, you read aloud a little bit, you know, when you're a younger kid and, and that sort of thing. But by the time you get to high school and college, you really don't have to do it at all. I'm not used to doing it. Uh, and it really takes a lot out of you mentally. Uh, it's a big project. And I I don't want to say I underestimated how much it was going to be, but I, I to, to a certain extent, I did underestimate it. So um, we're, we're doing our best, but it's a lot. Um, the other thing is this, you know, this book just sucks. Like... The the minute details, the stuff that no one needs to know from the time when Scott was in second grade and his interactions with so-and-so going out after school to, to their house and what they did then. Like, one, I don't, I don't buy the fact that, that he remembers all this stuff. Two, it's just, it's as whatever the, the strong opposite antonym of engaging and interesting is, this is absolutely what it is. Um, it's, is it's bad. Um, you know, it's, it's one thing to do an audiobook of a book that is good, uh, and you enjoy reading. It's another thing to try to get through over 500 pages of just an awful book. So, uh, keep us in your thoughts and prayers. We're doing our best. Okay. Uh, that's all I'm going to ramble for. I'm going to turn it over and, uh, enjoy. I'm going to come back in at the end. We'll read some ads. Um, we'll update you on what's coming up on the podcast and then you'll hear outro music also performed by me. But, uh, here goes nothing uh, for those of you who've, who've wanted to hear it for, uh, I don't know, the past 20 months, whatever it's been. No more waiting around. Here it is, the lost episode from May 27th, 2018. Quinn David Furnish presents the Beantown Podcast featuring Erica Boyd. The only lost episode we have, nothing else. The only one I've never listened to. Here it is. Enjoy. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Town Podcast. It's your host, Quinn David Furness, joined today by special <laughs> guest, Miss Erica. How are you doing today? 
Speak into the mic, sis. <laughs> this is what happens when you let her have one beer. Everything just goes off the rails. Happy Memorial Day weekend. I feel like I got to get this in before we go any further because I just sense it coming. Listener discretion is advised when you listen to the Beantown Podcast. One, when you might be using some adult language here and there. Two, the podcast is just objectively terrible. So there, now you can swear to your heart's content if you ever stop laughing. <laughs> she's chortling even. I don't use that word too often, but, but she's chortling. You're live on the podcast. You're going to have to get it together. Wow. Only in New York, right? (laughs) We're coming to you. Are you okay? Your your rum and coke's been doing more talking than you have tonight so far. We're coming to you live from uh, Shenandoah National Park in Virginia, USA. This is a delayed recording uh, because we don't have any internet. So it's going to make the podcast kind of fun. If you've ever read Stephen King's The Shining or seen Stanley Kubrick's film, it's kind of like that. No internet and a lot of alcohol and ghost people. And I think I saw an axe in the backyard. So we might have to work on that later. What's going on? How's your week been? It's a three-day weekend. This is exciting. Erica, welcome to the podcast. It's your first time on. How are you feeling tonight? Good. Oh, we're going to need more than one word answers if you're going to be a frequent guest on the podcast. Oh, yes, you do. People are always emailing me, and I I apologize. I couldn't check. Just not into the mic. (coughs) Now you're coughing into my mic. I usually try to check the email before we get going on the podcast. You all know that, so that I can answer all your questions, your your dating advice, your <laughs> your grievances that you want to file against me. Not able to do that this week because I got no Wi-Fi, and uh, the the service is spotty. In fact, we tried to order dinner tonight via uh, telephone, and uh, Erica, why don't you tell them what happened? The call didn't go through. Yeah, <laughs> she tells it like it is. There's no, uh, there's no uh, BSing this lady. Um, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we tried to order from the Mexican place we had. Was it called Ponce de Leon or something like that? Yeah, Rancho Cucamongo, I think. <laughs> uh, and we we couldn't, so we went to uh, Uncle Bertoli's Italian Fair and more, something like that. Yeah, and we had some pasta. Uh, now, across the street, if you've ever been to the town of Luray, Virginia, L-U-R-A-Y, there is a, what's it called? It's like Shopper's Value Plus mm-hmm. or something. This store is the craziest stuff. So we <coughs> we pulled in there yesterday for the first time. We were getting, uh, what were we buying there yesterday? Gatorade. Gatorade after a long hike, and then... There were, you know, a dozen donuts for like two bucks. So you got to snap that stuff up while it's there, <laughs> get it while it's hot. And as we're we're pulling into this store, and you look on the the sign above, and it's got its name, and then underneath it says some what it says everything ten percent added at checkout or something. Basically, yeah. And I was 10% just under, I don't know. it was, it was kind of a confusing phrasing, and we we didn't quite understand it, and we we're like, wow, the way they phrase that makes it sound like they're going to add ten percent of the cost of the item at checkout, which 
wouldn't make sense, right? You think it would be the other way because it's like this discount place, so they're going to take 10% off. So I run in there to get our Gatorade and our donuts, and I realize when I'm checking out, they do indeed add 10% of your final cost to watch to your to your bill. And uh, I've never experienced anything like this before. If anybody has any insight into this, I'd never seen a store that advertises their prices and then they add 10% at checkout. When now, they advertise that they add 10%. Yeah, it's, a good it's not thing. like a secret or something. Don't get me wrong. These, these prices were dirt cheap. I just don't quite understand, like, what what's the strategy here? So, I don't know. We thought about it every which way, and then we uh, thought about it the other which ways, and we uh, we couldn't figure it out. So, if any of our listeners out there, particularly in the the uh, the northwestern Virginia region, uh, have have been to the store before, please reach out to us. You can find us on email or at the Beantown, not at that's on Twitter at Beantown Cast on Twitter. Our email is. Beantown Podcast Yahoo.com. That's Beantown B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N Podcast Yahoo.com. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, we're on YouTube. Subscribe. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Subscribe. Rate us. That's a big thing. Uh, we're, we're five ratings in. We've got perfect five stars so far. It's like an Uber driver. Uh, keep that up. That's how I bring the sponsors in. Jack Links, if you're listening, we'd love to have you sponsor our podcast. Come on out. Shoot me an email. You know where to find us. That's the Beantown Podcast. What are we doing today? A couple different things. Uh, Over the last week, I uh, went fridge shopping with my aunt. So we're going to walk you through how to pick out a new fridge. (coughs) We are going to be discussing goat yoga the craze that has completely uh, consumed the nation. And uh, we're going to start with a little... uh, Oh, uh, and then we're also answering the Internet's most searched questions about the Ozarks because we just finished watching Winter's Bone, starring... (laughs) That's a funny name, (laughs) Winter's Bone. Um, Jennifer Lawrence and John Hawks, uh, one of those highly acclaimed movies that I just never got around to seeing, so... We'll be uh, we'll be answering the internet's most searched questions about uh, the Ozarks to continue that that trend. Let's see, two weeks ago we were doing Christianity. Last week it was lacrosse. I don't know who won the national championship in lacrosse today. Do you? I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Do you know who's in the finals? Nope. We'll have to check on that when we get back to civilization. Uh, a couple weeks ago we uh, we started a segment called Interview with a Dog. It did not go well. Um, now we, we're going to try to take two here tonight. And uh, we've got a, a young black pooch here by the name of Cosmo. It goes by Cos or just Dog for short. <laughs> and uh, without further ado, come here, Cosmo. Interview with the dog time. And we go now live to Cosmo. So if you could see, he sort of... <laughs> Lifted his head gingerly, <laughs> sniffed it for half a second, and uh, used some dog expletives and gave us the paw, and he uh, he lied back down. So that was our segment interview with the dog. Always a big hit on the Bean Town podcast. Let's get a let's get a sip of the drink here, and we'll get going on our preview of Shenandoah National Park. It's got a lot of rum in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. Now, 
there's a big misconception out there about, yeah, help yourself some cake if you want some. We got a cannoli cake at the, the Shoppers Plus. It was like $7, and then with the 10% in tax, it was like eight fifty. Um, now, sh what, what? Okay. I feel like if I hold the mics too close to each other, I'm going to hit the nexus of the universe. Um, yeah, that's a Seinfeld quote. Okay, Shenandoah National Park, founded in 1492. So there's a... A little bit of a misconception regarding Christopher Columbus. A lot of people assume that he landed at uh, Plymouth Rock, but it was actually Jamestown. If you've ever seen the uh, Disney-fied Pocahontas, Colors of the Wind, John Smith, that crap, uh, that was actually uh, Christopher Columbus' story. But because Christopher Columbus wasn't, uh, you know, English, they, the subtitles were were too much for the Disney budget back then. So. Long story short, Christopher Columbus arrives at the site of uh, Shenandoah, uh, Plymouth Rock, Jamestown, all that stuff in the late 1400s, uh, founds it, establishes it as um, a, a Dutch spice colony. If you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, loosely based off of Shenandoah National Park. Uh, that's that's in 1492, and what you'll see is that uh, well, well, Shenandoah. I should mention the word actually comes from the Iroquois um, for tapestry. Um, that's something that a lot of people don't know. Uh, that's kind of what we're here to do on the Beantown Podcast. You know, we're here to have some laughs. We're here to uh, to do some heartfelt interviews, but we're also here to educate the masses. Uh, so Shenandoah, an Iroquois term for tapestry. Uh, there, go put that in your book report for all my uh, middle schoolers out there listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, get some sleep. You know, go to bed. It's a school night. <laughs> We're having some laughs. And, uh, well, just try to be okay. Oh, Cosmo's up now. You bring the rum and coke out, and he just goes crazy. Moving ahead here, uh, Shenandoah ended up serving a uh, an important role in the the Civil War. Actually, and we were reading about it earlier today. There's some plaques around town. Uh, it was a, a battle site <coughs> frequented by Stonewall Jackson, who I think a lot of people, myself included, up until today, thought he was a starting center for the Lakers. But Stonewall Jackson is actually a Civil War general. And uh, George Armstrong Custer actually uh, uh, was here as well to execute some Confederate soldiers. George Armstrong Custer, best known for his uh, later Custard. defeat. Custard. I think it's Custer. Um, no, I'm saying his best known name is Custer. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, he was defeated at the Battle of Little Bighorn by Geronimo, actually. And that's why when you jump out of a plane, you yell, Geronimo, because of that battle. Uh, Shenandoah was established as a national park. Um, in 1984 uh, by President Ronald Reagan. If you've ever seen the film Argo, uh, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, that film is about, um, not about Shenandoah. It's a really good film about the Iran hostage crisis in 1979, and um, it won Best Picture. If you haven't seen Argo, four stars, encourage you to check it out. Uh, but Shenandoah doesn't really have a movie yet. You know, there are a lot of things in history that have good movies, like Vietnam. You know, uh, Platoon, Apocalypse Now, 
Um, Tropic Thunder. It's not about Vietnam, though. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is unforgettable in that film, though. But uh, Civil War, uh, Where the Red Fern Grows, Sea Biscuit. Uh, what's the film? Uh, the book by Stephen Crane. What's that one called? Twelve Years a Slave. It's not that, but that's okay. The the red, the Red Cross. It's a uh, that's what that book was called, I think. Uh, but Shenandoah National Park and its subsidiaries doesn't really have a a a, a good book or a, a film like Black Hawk Down in uh, Desert Storm. There hasn't been a good film about Shenandoah yet, so maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll work on that. Erica, how are you doing here? What's uh, you, you got anything to add to the the preview of Shenandoah National Park to kind of set the stage for us? No, you already did it. Yeah, but any other fun facts, tidbits that that we wouldn't know about that the average Joe listening to this, you know, across the nation wouldn't know about Shenandoah? What, what, what do you got here? Okay, there's <laughs> there's nothing. She's uh, she's still here, I promise, but. Uh, yeah, um, feel free to, to chime in any time. You know, we'd love we'd love to have you back. Me, so uh, I'm done I don't recall that. <laughs> I tell you what, we had that one podcast where Joaquin was supposed to call in, and he never even showed up, and he's added more to this podcast <laughs> than you than you have. So, uh, that's our little uh, preview of of Shenandoah National Park. We did a preview of of Boston a couple weeks ago when we were there on vacation. Or spring break, the city that has no nickname, as they call it. That's sort of its nickname. It's like Inception, <laughs> which is funny. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Shenandoah. In a couple weekends, we'll uh, maybe we'll be somewhere else. You know, a little summer vacation type of action. We'll we'll, uh, we'll do another preview then. Let's go ahead and uh, and move forward and let's talk goat yoga. Now, some people hear that term and they they think it's ghost yoga a little sixth sense casper action uh lavender city in the original pokemon but no we're talking goat yoga uh bah right do goats go bah or is that just sheep just sheep sheep. i growing up i always thought that goats and sheep were kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. that's that's a homeschooled education for you right there she thought cabin to lettuce were well. Those are very similar. They have similar shapes. One's just purple and one's green. You don't see a lot of green cabbage. Green cabbage. What? Yeah, no, green. cabbage is purple on the yeah, outside. Green cabbage, green eggs and ham. No, that's. And you make cabbage stew. Okay, careful because you're gonna unplug the mic. Uh, this has been a very trying weekend for us. Um, we're doing really our best though. The old patience. Mm. Yeah. Um, Oops, I stuck my hand in my cake. Mm. That's a metaphor. Sweet cream. We don't do any sexual stuff on the podcast. I said sweet cream, and you said that's a metaphor. No, I said that till I stuck my hand in my cake. (laughs) That's, yeah, we're getting off the rails here. But let's talk goat yoga. Erica, give us a little in-depth preview of goat yoga. What are we, uh, what's the deal here? Why goats? And why now, you know? That's our special (laughs) yoga correspondent, Miss Erica. Thank you for that lovely preview. If you couldn't tell, this has been been tough on both of us getting through this podcast. We're only on minute 16. It feels like 16,000. Oh, boy. 
Tell you what, while I'm doing the rest of the podcast, why don't you figure out how many minutes or in, in days, 16,000 minutes is, and we'll, we'll report back on that one. Goat Yoga was on the front page of USA Today the other day. It's, it's really exploded across the nation. From what I can tell, you get into a downward dog, which I can't do myself, but I've, I've seen others do it. And then you, you want get. Me to do it? That would be good. And then a little uh, goat climbs up on your back. And sings the lonely goat herd from The Sound of Music. You, you want to do a musical duet? No, but I'll do that one. High on the hills at a lonely goat herd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? We got a dog here named Cosmo. kind of looks like a goat if you Except shaved him like and, and, uh, and dyed him white. Yeah, instead he kind of looks like a demon dog. He's all black all the time. But black don't crack. As they say, so um, that's our uh, that's our in-depth investigation into to goat yoga. Thank you, special correspondent Miss mm-hmm. Erica, for uh, for that riveting information. Uh, next, we're let's let's talk fridge shopping. Now, Erica, have you ever you ever owned or used a fridge? I've used a fridge. I've used I've a fridge owned a too. Fridge. Owned it. See, everyone's talking about fridges. It seems like. When you're not talking about goat yoga or you're not talking about Shenandoah history, you're talking about fridge shopping. And that's exactly what I did on Tuesday morning. Went to a, uh, an appliance, kind of like a rent-a-center, but where you buy. And uh, like a buy-a-center, yeah. And they got all sorts of fridges and beds and mattresses and microwaves and... Uh, Goats, I suppose, were in Wilmington. Now it's a different world out there. And uh, let me let me tell you some of the different things you're going to look for in a fridge. French doors. It's mm-hmm. the thing where there's a handle on each side and it kind of opens up each two side doors. towards you. Two doors. So they call it French doors. I call it two doors. Potato, potato. Um, stainless, steel. stainless steel. You put your you put your fingerprints on it. And if they got the right stuff on there, it just comes right off. You don't see any fingerprints. You're going to want to look for that. You're going to want to pay attention to the cubic feet. And here's a little trick that Jim at the Bias Center taught us. The U.S. government changed how, uh, how appliances are supposed to be measured volume-wise. So a lot of people will come into the Bias Center now, and you know they bought their fridge 10 years ago, and it might say back then when they bought it, 28 cubic feet. But then the government came in with Obama being elected. Uh, probably Obama, because it's bad. Uh, this is bad news. And uh, changed it all. More government regulation, big government. And Obama tapped the whole country and changed how we measure it. So now you come in and you're like, well, I had a 28 cubic fridge feet fridge before and now you're telling me it's only 25 and meanwhile a mcdouble's costing like a dollar 60 and i just not my america so uh but you're going to want to look out for that when you're when you're fridge shopping and the other thing to note is do you want that that automatic ice maker because a lot of people like ice i've i've recently uh gotten into ice uh, I used to live in a couple of ice-free zones when I was in Chicago. No ice allowed in our apartments. And, uh, yeah, since moving out to Baltimore, my friend got me some ice trays as a going-away gift, hell of a gift. And uh, I've, been, I've, been, yeah, I've been using ice more often in Baltimore. It cools you off. 
Uh, it keeps you hydrated. Your your ice might have some fun shapes. Like mine's got like an it's like an emoji ice uh, tray. It's fun. You know, sometimes I'm drinking it and I got like a uh, a smiley face or a frowny face or a tongue hanging out. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Erica? Well, I have a wiener dog tray from Ikea, and it really brightens up my day. You can hear it <laughs> in her voice. She's been smiling ear to ear <laughs> in the last 20 minutes of this podcast. So that's a little look into uh, the fridge shopping. I think we paid oh, about... Oh, you got to get the water thing on the front. Mm-mm. Yeah. My aunt was very specific. She didn't want any water stuff on the front because why do you even want that? You got a faucet no, two meters I away. I always thought that, and now I have it, and it's life-changing. It's changed my life. But it doesn't come out as fast as the faucet. But it's soothing. You can take a minute, a second, ponder life, and get a glass of water. Yeah, but I could ponder life while I was doing something else more productive or, like, filling up my What's emoji ice tray. What's more productive than getting the liquid of life? All right. <laughs> so if you want to waste your time with a water filter on the front, you can do that as well. Uh, look out for special savings like Memorial Day sales or President's Day sales. It's a big holiday for appliances. In fact, when uh, when Gerald Ford established President's Day back in the uh, the mid seventies, that was he had some ties to actually some renta centers <laughs> across the East Coast, and uh, and that that's uh, it's kind of an insider's deal. We can reveal that later on a separate episode of podcast. Or Cosmo is gonna undo the. Oh shoot! No, hang on. We got dog problems here on the podcast. Ah. Okay. Wow. This has been a tough one. Uh, let's let's go ahead and move into our segment that we've been doing, oh, man, on the podcast here. Boy, is it hot in here? Am I right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably mid eighties. This this is brutal. There, apparently, there's air conditioning, but we can't turn it on. So, again, Obama's America. We're doing the internet's most frequently asked questions. On the Ozarks. So here we go. Let's let's jump right in, Erica. This first question is going to be you. Okay. How do I rent a canoe? Fifty bucks made out to me. Fifty bucks made out to you. Um, brief answer. Let's uh, let's expand on that a little bit. So fifty bucks. Now we're talking the Ozarks. So what type of currency are they using down there? Heavy. You say heavy? Heavy current. Heavy current, what? Heavy current. Let's use English on this podcast. I don't know what else to tell you. I'd like to say uh, uh, aloha to my Hawaii listeners <laughs> and konnichiwa to those on the the the, the ring of fire. But uh, this is primarily an American podcast, so I'll translate. What what Eric? Okay, this dog is killing me. I don't know what else to tell you. You should guess. What Erica was trying to say is is uh, uh, wooden buffalo nickels. Actually, Did you say currency? Mm-hmm. Well, I heard currents. What? I said you said fifty bucks to 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 oh, fifty bucks to get on the podcast. What type of currency? I heard what type of currents. But what does that mean? What do you mean? Like what type of currents? Currents, because you're talking about canoes. What do you mean to play us out? There's there's no words there. Let's move ahead. I'll take this question. Uh, what about group camping? Now, 
little PSA about group camping. That can be uh, kind of fun if you kind of explain the rules before you get you know hot and heavy. Group dynamics can be tricky. Now yeah. there can be a big payoff. There can That's be a big, big big payload, if you about will. That. All right, to tell, talk to us about group camping. Oh no, never mind. <laughs> She said she'd talk about it, and she's not. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's move ahead here. <laughs> what makes the spring water so blue, Erica? That's a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take a pause and apologize for <laughs> this being the worst <laughs> podcast ever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You you just. Asked for weeks and weeks to get on First the podcast. Of all, I've been I want to be. No, I asked Second you if you all, wanted no, to be on the I podcast. I asked you to make me interview questions. And yeah, and I asked weird. you, what do you want to talk about? I said, anything. and you said my sex life, and I said I'm no, not going to. No, you said female anatomy, I and I well, said I'm not going to talk about the female that. anatomy on my podcast. This is a good, upstanding Christian podcast, and I'm not going to sultry it with your vitriol. <laughs> okay. What makes the spring water so blue? I don't blue? know, vitriol. That doesn't make sense. Well, here we are. Can I ride my horse in no. the park? What about an ATV? No, we're done here. Is alcohol permitted in the park? Yes, always. Are there any places to swim? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your, uh, what's your secret water hole? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dead men tell no tales, and I feel like I'm interviewing a dead man over here. Uh, how far are we into this god-awful podcast? I told you the questions we were doing before. This is a setup. This is egregious. This is an assault. That's what John Malkovich says in Burn After Reading. Cohen Brothers. Yes, I do. George Clooney. This is an assault. Oh, God. Mm. Wow, um, this this has been rough. Uh, let's let's take a time out here and uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I don't know. Try not to get emotional. This has been a really tough podcast. The ice cream cake isn't really ice creamy. <laughs> Everything is hot. It's so hot. My back hurts from this mattress we've been sleeping on. The views on our hikes have not been as good as what I was going for. It's so hot. I don't know if I mentioned that. This dog is is fun 95% of the time, and then he starts to just go crazy, and he barks in the middle of the night. He gets tripped in the wires and won't eat his kibble and lies down when we're trying to hike, even when we give him water. (sighs) It's just all coming out right now. Erica, what are your thoughts? Why Why don't you fill some time for us? We were taking a break. What do you mean a break? You just said let's take. I a just break. took my break. Well, I didn't take a break. I thought we were taking a break. That's Wait your break. You haven't that. even been saying anything. This whole thing is going to derail. <sighs> you have anything you want to plug here on the podcast? Yeah. Any uh, law firms or beauty products or anything or spandex? No. All right. Well, Erica, thanks for coming on. Uh, it was a good time. Please end this. And, uh, really? Do I turn it off? No, don't turn it off. Oh, we haven't. sending me off.
Wow. <laughs> uh, boy. Boy. Um, okay. I listened, I listened to the first minute uh, while we're actually here on the, the Craigslist couch doing the recording. I listened to the first minute and then the last minute. Uh, <laughs> it starts off with a lot of energy. And it ends, um, you can see, you can see why I, I didn't want to post it, um, and why I didn't post it, and why it's been almost two years for me to release it. Uh, that was, that was it. The, the podcast didn't even have an ending. <laughs> it just fade to black. It's like the Sopranos or something. Spoiler alert. Um, wow. Okay. Yep. That was it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I, I hope it was, uh worth it i don't know uh that was just an absolute shit show and i haven't even listened to more than two or three minutes of the whole thing so yikes okay um let's get to some ads here and then we're, we'll we'll finish it up since we're already at about 37 minutes here uh okay Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's triangle hold on the home inspection market, and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you got to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or just visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, it's 541-410-0316 or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. A little shout-out to the Samson Q2U Series Breaking the space-time continuum with this podcast featuring live content as well as content from nearly two years ago. How crazy is that that we're able to pull that off? Pretty cool. Uh, it was pulling double duty all the way back in May 2018, and it continues to be pulling double duty today here in 2020. And I just, boy, this is rough. Um, I was I watched the first half of the Wichita State-Houston game. Wichita's at home. You'd think not an easy win, but you know they should be able to clean things up. Um, I turned it off at halftime to record this show, and Houston is currently up 47-25 to 25 with 13 minutes left in the game. Boy, losing by 22 at home? Uh, mercy. That's rough. Uh, not as rough as the TV Guide subscription, though, that we were supposed to have for all of uh, 2019. And uh, you know what? You know how that goes. Uh, I will mention we were offered, um, we're actually part of a new company now that basically matches podcasts with potential advertisers uh, sent in a couple pitches at the end of this past week did not hear anything back yet so we'll keep you abreast of that situation abreast a b r e a s t and this isn't going to come through on the the podcast you can't hear it because of the quality of that samsung qtu microphone series but i talk about this occasionally my downstairs neighbors on the weekends really love to pump up the jams pump up the jams pump it up while your feet are stumping and if you're Jane, uh, she likes to do <laughs> the very specific Al Gore singing Pump Up the Jam. 
pump up the jam, pump it up. I can't do it as well as Ma can, but um, you know, that's that's just that's her thing. Uh, <laughs> while I was kind of doing some behind the scenes production stuff, putting in the audio clip from May 2018 in uh, to this episode, they had this like EDM version of Crazy by Gnarls Barkley going. It was just like, and the bass was just, that's not even the bass line of Crazy, which makes it even crazier. But now they've moved on to, uh, boy, what is playing right now? can't tell it's it's something pretty high energy too i just i wonder you know it's like what are they doing down there you know will ferrell and wedding crashes i never know what she's doing up there um that's how i feel about my downstairs neighbors um as yeah is it just like because they're not it's not a big party or something um it's one big family that lives in two units um and you know it's not like they have people over you never see people other than the family come or go, but every weekend without fail during the day and into the night to some extent, it is just pump it up. It's like, what do you do like when you got music going that loudly? Is that just like what you, is that your everyday music? Your cooking and cleaning music? I don't know. Um, I got, I mean, I have my everyday music too, but it's like Elton John or Coldplay and it's not that loud because if it's too loud, then it's just distracting. Um, so I don't, I don't really get it. I don't know. Someone can come over to Rogers Park and investigate. That'd be great. Let's read our, our last ad here so we can finish it up. Cuts by Q, Bob, and Weave. We all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, just a little different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and the greater Chicagoland area. From beehives to bangs, faux to flat tops and everything in between, just call Cuts by Q at Yahoo. No, you don't call an email address, you dumbass. Call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or email Cuts by Q at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts by Q at Yahoo.com. Sing it with us around the world, wherever you are. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. You know what I would I would really like was a EDM version being played by the downstairs neighbors of the Cuts by Q theme song. Now I would turn up for that. Um, excuse me. Yeah, that would be good. What if what if um, I I heard them playing like an EDM remix of one of my Happy Father's Day song? We're up to two so far. We'll have a third one this year. That would be that would be just awfully kind of them um and you know and walk down the stairs and it's like oh that's Quinny Furness. he wrote the happy father's day 2019 song it'd be like a celebrity it could be fun it could be fun okay um let's see we got pledge drive fundraiser month coming up hopefully we'll have the camera by then because we've got big plans um 
for that. Regardless, we're going to have a good live stream going. I know we did the live stream in 2018. We didn't get it going in 2019, uh, but we'll come back with it in 2020 for sure. We've got a rotary phone. It's going to be exciting, uh, and we're going to be looking for around $200 this year. i got to do the math uh, with the subscription services and stuff to figure out exactly what it needs to be last month. We, uh, we, we broke it before we even got one or two days into February. So, um, I don't know if, if it'll be like that again, but we're going to have more, uh, donor tiers. We're going to have incentives for the, the fans, the, the hashtag friends of the podcast. So that'll be exciting. Look for us to set up a GoFundMe page again and all that jazz. Uh, okay, that's what we got. We'll keep it, uh, well, not short, but, um, you know, cut out the fat. Just like me, I'm, uh, I haven't talked about this yet. I will maybe touch on it next week because I don't think we have anything planned for next week yet. But uh, I'm currently on the 18 to 6 intermittent fasting lifestyle. If you don't know about it, basically you take 18 hours off and then you fit all your eating into a six-hour window. And you might be thinking, hey, Quinn, you're crazy. It's a diet fad. You'll never make it. Uh, the thing is I was already kind of doing it in my normal routine, except now I've just cut out my uh, apple for breakfast, um, which hasn't been hard to do ever since um, I was really hung over on New Year's Day. And this sounds really silly, but frankly, for the last 17 days, um, I haven't felt like eating anything before noon or so. And then I go work out and I eat at about 2 p.m., uh, 3 p.m. or so and eat dinner around 7 or 8. And that's that's what I eat. So uh, it's going well. I'm down, uh, and granted, a lot of this is, is water weight, but I'm down about 15 pounds in the last, um, you know, two two to three weeks. So that's exciting. Couple it with dry January, and it's been uh, it's been a good start. So um, that's what's going on. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email us beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Excuse me again. That's beantown, b a n t podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, we'll have Ryan Austin English on the podcast in a couple weeks here to preview our Oscars special. That's probably likely going to be our next guest. I will I will say this. Um, last thing I say before we get the music rolling, I promise. Uh, I found somebody online with the name of Dave Furness, which is also my paternal grandfather's name. But I thought, you know, this is pretty cool. It's pretty close to Quinn David Furness. Uh, and he has his own podcast. So I, I invited him to come on the show uh, about five or six days ago, have not heard back from him. Um, you know, you'd, you'd think you get a, you know, your name is Dave Furness. You get an email from a Quinn David Furness. You'd at least respond back to the email. Um, so that's what we're holding out hope for. We'll see. But, um, yeah, that, w- that would be exciting. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast with host Quinn David Furness and special guest David Furness. I mean, it's like a palindrome almost. It's beautiful. Okay, that's what we got for you, everyone. Enjoy your week. If you're listening to this uh, on uh, Sunday, uh, enjoy your day off. If you're listening to this on MLK Day, enjoy that day off. And uh, otherwise, you know what? Take care. Be nice to each other. And um, if you're ever going to break up with with your girlfriend, make sure you do a podcast right before it happens because you never know what's going to happen. All right, roll the music. We'll see you next time.